conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 10 after 8. Good morning. Well, let's have a look at the big Rugby World Cup match tomorrow night. The Springboks against Ireland. Quite a lot at stake. Much easier sort of path through the quarterfinals if we win. Ireland are, officially anyway, number one in the world. Notice I didn't call them the best team in the world. And the big talking point going into this game is our reserve bench. So normally in rugby, you know, you have a mixture of forwards, the big guys and the backs, the fast guys. And you replace people who are injured. You would have so eight people on the bench. Now, Rassi Erasmus and Jacques Nienaber, instead of having a mixture of people, forwards and backs, they've got what's called a 7-1 split. So seven of the replacements are forwards. Only one of them is a back. This has never really been done before. If you, In other words, if you wanted, you could pretty much replace the entire scrum at half time and have an entire new scrum coming on uh, to the game. That's one way of looking at it. Well, one person who knows how to kick a rugby ball is Nas Buerta, captain of the Springboks themselves many years ago. And he joins us now. Nas, how's it? Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Um, you were a back. Are you feeling left out when they only want forwards as replacements? What do you think of the 7-1 split idea? Now, firstly, I think it's a it's an extremely interesting innovation, put it that way. That's one. And secondly, uh, it's within the laws of the game. And I think um, because I've listened to, especially the Europeans, they feel it's not really in the spirit of the game, uh, but uh, it's definitely allowed. And um, there is, of course, a risk that um, there might be. Uh, one or two backline players that um, get injured, but you know it's it's all fine with all that. Um, I think I think it's 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 really a master stroke if you if you can put it that way. Um, replace your back of forwards whenever you feel you want to with um, a second, uh, let's say tight five, uh, loose forward included. Um, you know uh, with a um, um, a group of guys that is as good as the ones that already done the hard job, you know, Stephen. Uh, to to put it in a in a in a way that it makes sense. We always say the forwards need to do the hard yards, and the backs all get the shine and the headlines in the newspapers. And that is true because somebody needs to go and do the hard work. And what happens now is. We're making sure that whoever needs to go and really do the hard work, we're so well equipped that it's extremely difficult for the opposition to match us uh, now for 80 minutes. Normally, you, you've seen it also. You've watched the games, uh, some of the games in the past. You see teams hang on for 60 minutes and then they just can't match another 20 minutes. Now, we, we are fortunate with uh, all the forwards we have, we can match anybody for 80 minutes. Um, I suppose the, what makes it possible is that our backs and some of our forwards are quite versatile. I mean, you can move half of that back line around and they'll still be comfortable. I mean, uh, Faf can play scrum half, but he can play fly half too. Absolutely. And see, the way we're playing at the moment is um, that's why we can utilize some of the backline uh, players in any position in the backline. And if you take Quibbers, um Reinach, that's on the um, on the bench, he can he's played for us on the wing. He can play scrum off. As you mentioned, Fluff, uh, Fluff can move to the fly-off. Vili can move to the fly-off. Um, anybody can move to fullback. 
I, I think we we just absolutely you know in in a good space uh, rugby wise, and unfortunately uh, it doesn't really go too well um, of with the Europeans, you know, um, because uh, I sometimes if we look at where the game is at the moment and we need new I want to say new competitions, new structures, new this. They don't really like to think outside the box, uh, the box. And I think, I think that's what we actually show them is mm. people. Life goes on, the game goes on. Let's make it interesting. And um, you know, I'm seriously looking forward to, to tomorrow night uh, because if it really works tomorrow night um, against Ireland, because Ireland's, you know, the thing that I love about Ireland, Ireland brought detail back into rugby. They had three yellow cards now in 26 games. Hmm. So they understand one thing. If you want to play against anybody, keep 15 guys on the field. If they go, they don't give away silly penalties. They don't make unnecessary mistakes. The 50-50 pass, if it's on, it's on. If it's not on, they don't try it. They're really guys that worked on the detail of the game. And I love that because that's the way I like mm. to watch the game, is to see the detail in the game. But the thing is, um, you know, we've seen, uh, we won a World Cup in 2019, and since 2019, we've seen that if we actually take uh, the lead in the scrums, uh, teams are really struggling against us. And, uh, and that's what we need to do tomorrow night. Um, I, I think people will often think of the phrase Nas Buerta and if they're sort of my age or a bit older they'll remember the kicking but I think many people will also remember your tactical appreciation of the game and, and of course we've seen that in the commentary you do um, Russia, Rasmus, Jacques, Nina as tacticians, the mind games the team itself as tacticians I look at Manny Libak and he seems to see things and opportunities that I'm watching TV and I can't see. I don't know how he sees that. Um, the kick that he used to score a try, I can't remember, but I've seen the replay so many times. I mean, I don't know how he saw the winger so far away. Um, I saw him take a tackle where he held onto the ball for just half a second. And in doing that, created so much space. I mean, there's real rugby brain there, isn't there? Absolutely. And see, the thing about Marnie is... Um you know, you know, rugby turned into a little bit more physical than the old game, if I can put it that way. Uh, especially with the backline players trying to get over the advantage line. And see, Marnie, Marnie needs to play smart because he hasn't got the real physique to go and run over, let's say, a Eben Etzebet or a Peter Steph the toy. He, he hasn't got that, so he needs to outsmart you, and and that is what he's actually great at. And that's why I, I liked him for a long time. Uh, I thought he had a little bit of a raw deal when he was with the Bulls. I didn't think he really had um, the, the right team around him while he was with the Sharks. And when he went to the Stormers, I think that's when they decided, let's give this guy the opportunity to run the show. And I think he's, ex he's extremely great in doing that. Uh, but he's... He's, he's, out, he's seriously outthinking the opposition. And, uh, and I love that because in, in the past, there might be a try-on uh, where we have a scenario four against two. So all you need to do is get the ball through the hands. One, take, uh, one player take another player out. One 
next player take the next defender out and you've got an overlap of two. But because of um, some guys love the physical stuff, they might go and make contact instead of playing mm. the situation as you should do in rugby. And Marnie is creating that. And that's why you suddenly see um, a backline that can score tries. And I think the forwards actually like that because instead of doing all the hard work and you just see the ball going up in the air and now you realize, okay, I need to go and do it mm. again. They actually start running around and they enjoying it because they feel the ball in hand. And that's why I think South Africa is... It's an extremely difficult team to beat at the moment is because of the variety and the different ways we can play. Mm. And you can't really put that in front of all the other teams. And Nas, look, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this question, but let me ask you. You were playing rugby and playing uh, for the Springboks at a very difficult time. And not and and a lot of people in the country didn't like the Springboks. I mean, let me say it; it was a symbol of something. I think the Springboks yeah, yeah. have become a symbol of something else, a sort of nation united. I mean, that motto "Stronger Together" is a really powerful motto. I don't know who came up with it, but it's very good. Um, and I see as so many people. I mean, from all parts of our society supporting the Springboks. I mean, not everybody does, but almost everybody. And I see uh, the Springboks becoming, I think Sia Khaleesi is a big part of that, but so is the team with him, you know. I see um, so many people just really seeing themselves in the Springboks. I think it's quite something, isn't it? Absolutely. That's why, that's why, um, you know, let's go back to 1995, and how that united the, the country, if, uh, if we want to be honest about it. And then we let it slip a little bit because I thought we should have really built on, on what happened in 1995. We, we did for a little bit and then we let it slip and then we were fortunate in 2007. Uh, and then 2019, and I, I think it's even for me the, the most important thing is, is People, it doesn't matter. That's why I always say people talk about, yeah, let's go and play attractive rugby and people will love us for that, whatever. People love winners. That's the thing they love. And that's the thing that the box put on the table. Um, Yes, of course, you're going to get some off days and you're not going to win all your games. That's how sport is. That's why we love sport, because we actually don't know the result till the end of every single game. But... Just to relate to what the box stands for. Um, they give everybody in South Africa a, a feeling of confidence. They believe that uh, we're getting to a point, I don't want to say we're getting to a point where we actually unbeaten, but we get to a point, we go into every single game believing we can win. And that's why everybody... Everybody bought in this whole thing of stronger together, and uh, and and that's what it is. And that's you know, life is not easy at mm. the moment. We all know that, and and there's not a lot of things that actually put a smile on your face. And that's what the box did. Um, I mentioned uh, tongue in cheek the other day. I said to a cricket guy, I said, if you guys want more. At World Cups, um, you know, cricket might be on the same level as rugby. And I didn't mean it in the bad sense. I actually mean it in an honest sense. Um, the netball, look at the World Cup we had. And a lot of people bought into the World Cup. But we, the reality is we will always be 
just outside the top three. Where rugby, doesn't matter where we ranked, you put a South African jersey over your head, and it's like there's another specimen coming out of that uh, scenario. And that's what I love, and I think people can relate to that. And uh, and it becomes a little bit like in the old days, in my days, that uh, if we play well tomorrow night, I promise you 99% of the chats on Monday morning at work will be about the Springboks. And that's what we need. We really need something like that. Nice, Boeta. Thank you very much indeed for the time. 23 minutes after 8.